0: And Ralph Font shows that next level of the division. He's still
1: viable, not ready to move on yet. I get my jab going to anybody. I land my right hand, they're going to sleep. And that's, that's for real.
2: Rob!
3: Oh! Welcome to UFC Uncultured. Please tell me that's on video. I've never been happier. I
0: made for a fucking podcast. <laughs> That's
3: dangerous. <laughs> Listen to me, we're out of it. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. Um hi Matt. I'm sorry. Jake Hold on. Tell the tell the tell the producer, tell the producer
0: Jake that I'm sorry.
3: No, I, what, what, what did he i thought that was really good for those of you just tuning in which is every one of you um we should start the podcast with matt screaming let's fucking go and, and then just, jake
0: and jake just left he was in the middle of giving us some finer points yeah but i was doing it as enthusiastic yeah with enthusiasm i i so I, I took was it
3: like, you know, i took it as get out of here jake um and he probably did too and i wasn't disagreeing with you even though i like jake i wanted to get moving so i thought you just screamed at our producer rob <laughs> no. font will be on the show today and i want to say make sure i say his name right is it Rhinus vk or is it renas vk uh jake if you could tell me Rhinus would be the first option and renas uh oh renas okay good i'm glad i asked Renus vk okay
0: we have louis ck on
3: no uh, no no Renus VK. renas vk he's a uh he's a nascar racer. Renus. Yeah. Oh IndyCar, uh, Car Car race car driver. Sorry. I don't know the difference uh between NASCAR and IndyCar and the one they're doing in Vegas, which is uh what what is that one where they fucking ride through the cities? They usually do it in Monte Carlo. Oh great Formula F- One. GTA. I don't know any of it, man. Uh Jimmy, it's amazing. Yeah, it's, much,
0: it's amazing how much I don't know.
3: Listen, I know. You know, I'm tired, man. I mean, I'm the same way. I mean, I'm just, yeah, I'm very tuckered out today.
0: Yeah, me too, Jimmy. Let's talk about your last 24 hours, and let's, let's talk about my last 24
3: hours. My 20 last years. 24 hours Go. was I did two shows last night, woke up this morning at 6.45, went and did radio, and then went and uh, did jiu-jitsu for an hour.
0: Oh, you had to throw that. that, that I you, was. You're not honest. If you don't say you did it, you did it
3: i did do it yeah i was uh working on uh taking his back while he's in turtle and the different things that can go wrong
0: Jamie, yes you could come up with your if you had your own school you'd be instead of never mind mr Bitch.
3: did you know did you know matt that when you're pulling when you're in when someone's in turtle and you stretch out their achilles and you're pulling them on their The back. Did you know that you can just grab a choke from right there, but if they roll all the way over, you can kind of uh, kick them out and go into a Kimura? Did you know that? Very
0: interesting.
3: I don't
0: know if I even see. You're pointing out things. That's right. I think you're seeing things (laughs) at another another angle now. Literally. You're finding out about angles, and you're finding out about how to distribute your weight.
3: And what happens to do. I like him because. And, oh, I saw your friend Andrew today. He says hello. I saw him on the way out. Um, <laughs> if you, if something like doesn't go the way you want, what you have to do next, like you know, hey, if you're rolling over and this guy doesn't go, this is what you do. If he goes over too far, this is what you do, so you don't get you don't panic if it doesn't happen the way you think it's gonna happen.
0: Listen, a lot of a lot of problem solving in that. That's right. You know, yeah. uh, I'm happy. I'm happy you're training. Uh, if you didn't do that on the same days we did this, I'd go in there and surprise you like I was gonna do.
3: I would like that, but both, both of my jujitsu days are the days we do this, and my, my Muay Thai days are Tuesday and Thursday, and sometimes jujitsu on Friday class.
0: Well, you had a wrestling class, no one's going to see you. You understand? Yeah, no, I don't do wrestling. You yeah, Listen, hey, my turn. You know what I did yesterday? What? Oh, You know, well, I hate when people do that, and I do it all the time. Guess what I'm thinking? You don't know. You no. don't have a fucking psychic ability. All right, listen, listen. I,
3: I have my you suspicions.
0: You're not an X man. Oh, you do. What do you think I did? Maybe you looked at my Instagram.
3: Which I did thinking? not. I did I did see um some of your daughters match, I believe, on uh Instagram, oh. which was oh, very no, interesting. No. They they come up in weird order sometimes.
0: Did we talk about that? I think we,
3: we said- did, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was watching that. So uh, so is that, that where she uh, she got it to mount? Like she got on top of, of the other girl's chest really fast and then just jumped in to mount. It was very impressive.
0: Yeah, what's how she mounted, I actually taught it recently. It's a weird way to mount. I don't think anybody usually really does it that way. I like It's like, because usually you face the legs, you know, you could bring the leg over, time the, to loop the leg over, or bring the knee across the belly. There's a lot of ways to mount that way. It's traditional. This way is a little different where it's like you almost kick, you you do, you you lean your weight with your far leg and your, your leg that's closest to your partner is light. So you lean your weight on your partner and you kick your leg over. Now, if they go to grab it, you go for Americana, which is a shoulder lock. So you see my kid do it systematically. She throws the leg, the girl goes to block, she goes back for the Americana, the girl hides the arm, she threw the leg back over and mounted. It was very, yeah. Jimmy, I can't even tell you how pleased i am with her performance it was Sure, just, and the fact that she was you know she was nobody in the division she's 14 it's her second tournament and uh you know she went for a, a kid older
3: 16 right yeah
0: 16 blue belt all right but let's all right we talked about it already i'm dumb. that's the proud papa shit but that's uh, okay that's all right listen what we have rob font coming in but what see i had to break about my kid i i didn't tell you what i did in the last 24 hours what'd you do i will tell you after this interview with the great rob Font.
3: yes he is fighting saturday um he's fighting sanhagen which is what What's a up? great fight it's he's kind up? of a last minute i want to ask rob when he actually took this fight uh i'll ask him anything right i won't tell you what i'm going to ask him i'll just ask him hey rob how you doing
1: right now hold on guys
3: hey rob when did you guys are fighting the catchway? what weight are you fighting at and when did you actually accept this fight
1: uh so uh it was uh, last, uh, two, uh, last week Thursday. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, we got, we, got the, we got the call. We uh, Obviously, we're, we're supposed to fight in Boston, so uh, we lost two weeks. Um, you know, uh, we, we asked for a couple of things. The UFC said no to a couple of things, said yes to a couple of things, and uh, we got to fight.
3: Okay. And what weight are you fighting at? Uh, 140. 140, yeah. Okay.
0: Well, listen, man. Hey. San Hagen is no walk in the park, and either are you, but they need a fight last second. Now, this is they they call the Boston cartel. That's who they call. They yeah, know go. you answer the call. That's yeah. like when Rob Fox puts up the batters. Who's answering the fucking call?
1: Let's go.
0: <laughs> now, this is listen, man. What an opportunity. Because San Hagen is a fucking technical uh assassin. And and he and the, and he was gonna fight. Who's was the gentleman he was fighting? Because I'll tell you right now,
1: Omar.
0: He's, he's deadly. Oh, yeah, Omar
3: of right? And he's
0: not even that well. Well, he's, he, yes, we know him, but he's not. I'll tell you right now. I believe you're well more well known. I believe maybe it's just because I know you. I know I Rob Font's a bigger name <laughs> than go. the gentleman than the gentleman he was fighting. You know what 100%, I
1: mean? Hundred percent. I what? think this fight's a lot better than that fight as well. You know, uh, this is going to be a great fight, man. Uh, Corey's like you said, he's a technical beast. He's hard to finish. You know, he's fought all the who's who's uh, in the division. You know, you, it, I don't. I don't even believe he's been knocked out in the UFC or or TKO at all. You know, um, it's not easy to get him out of there. You know, he's always he's been up and down as far as like winning, but he's but when you're fighting the top guys and you're going to be up and down here and there, you know, and, and so this this is this is definitely an entertaining fight, you know? and I'm excited to kind of like be able to get this call. Obviously, I, I would love to fight in Boston, but you know, Nashville is just as good. I. Um, you know, I've never been to Nashville, so kind of be able to, you know, I love traveling, so I get to come out here, and see, see Nashville, get the main event spot, and, and, and a and an opportunity to hopefully get to that title because there's a lot of upside uh, from after winning this fight.
3: Yeah, it's hard to say no to a main event, right? Like when when they want they want to send you down, and like especially against a guy like uh, Corey. Uh, but then again, you know, yeah, he hasn't been finished. But Adrian uh, Yanez hadn't lost in the UFC until you finished him. So I mean, yeah. uh, I guess that's how you look at it, right? There's a first time for everything.
1: Yeah, that's the plan, man. That's the plan. Obviously, uh, I want to put my hands on him, but uh, I might try to just ch- steal a page out of Aljo's book and jump on his back and try to choke him as well. You know,
0: that, that's the only time he was finished. Did you just say that? Yeah. yeah, that he was yeah, the
1: only time he's uh, he got he got choked that one time. And Aljo put him to sleep, and that's it. You know, so again, he's fight he's fight, he fought everybody. You know, up there, you know, he he'll, he'll get in there, and he only lost to Peter Yan, Aljo, and um, TJ Dillashaw, all all champions, all ex champions. So, uh, you yeah, know, this is a real hard fight, but uh. A fight I'm looking forward to,
0: and it's nice you got you got some momentum now, man. We got that monkey off your back with those losses, which were, were, were tough with some tough competition, obviously. Yeah, and then we took out the young stud Adrian Yanez, who uh who was I,
1: fighting I, well, by the way. He was oh, Yanez yeah. was fighting well too. Yeah, that was a that was a scary fight to say yes, yes. to. You know, I'm like, man, I'm coming back to the young up and killer, up and coming killer. You know, it's I think he was five and oh in the UFC, all five finishes, all five bonuses that night putting everybody away and it was like all right, you know, when you hear that name, you like you you kind of like on paper, you like, all right, he's he's young. But I'm like, man, this kid's not that young. He's probably 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 30, he got a lot of experience and he can hit and he can crack, you know, and it's like uh, you know, and, and with those small gloves, anything can happen. So it was a little a little nerve wracking at first of uh, coming back to so another killer. But then again it's the UFC, you know, you're gonna go in there and fight all these killers. So got in there, got the W and then um, you know, obviously we we uh ended up getting the song Dong fight and uh in Boston, he pulls out uh at the same time. Umar's kind of injured, so it, it only made sense to kind of step in and, and take this main event.
0: Let, let me ask you, uh, because we took this on, on late notice, how many rounds is this gonna be? Five. It is five. Yeah. How do we feel about that, Rob? Are we we feel good for five rounds, man? What we yeah, do? I, I don't I feel see good. you. I don't see you on the couch eating Cheetos when you get the phone call. I see no. you stay busy.
1: Yeah, I was in the so I was in the gym. I was I was I was out I was, I was training um, for the Boston card. I was at the boxing gym doing my rounds, and my coach, uh, my coach Tyson comes in. And he's my grappling coach. I don't usually see him uh, on a on a Tuesday, Thursday. You see him Monday, Wednesday, Friday when we grapple, and uh, so he's in the gym. I'm like, hey, "What's up?" You know, say "What's up?" And I'm not thinking. I'm not putting it together. I'm like, "How you How you doing?" Whatever. We top it up. And right after the last round, he pulls me to the side, tells me, hey man, um, you know, song's out. I don't know exactly what happened with him, but he's out. Obviously, Corey's out. I'm sorry, not uh, Corey's appointments out and they need the main event. Like, what do you think? And uh, at first gut like, man, five rounds. I'm like, all right, I feel I feel good. I guess let me let me uh let me uh let's sit down and think about this. But I feel good. The the rounds weren't necessarily the the issue was more about like, all right, should, is this the right place smart? Um, I think more for me. I'm I'm a pretty big band and weight. It's more about the weight. Is all right. Um, we're losing two weeks and, and we're we're trying to. I, I I try not to get too low too early. Um, so we we're like all right. Well, let's just see what they say. And um, you know, obviously they, we, we met back to Sean and um and uh and, and Dana, and they 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 granted us the graduate.
0: Now with this weather lately, not to get a not to take a left turn. Have you and the rest of the Boston Cartel been golfing? I remember you told me I. I'm pretty sure you uh
1: enjoy um golfing. Is yeah, this true? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. I uh well, I'm uh so I um, obviously Calvin Calvin Cater is always out there with me. <laughs> his, old, his older brother's uh his, his older brother's nasty you know? and then um and then a couple other guys we got we constantly get around and we just play as much as possible. You know, I even I even got uh Weekly uh, golf lessons every Sunday. I got I got weekly golf lessons there, so I'm catching up with the boys, man.
0: Now, what is the what is the attire when we're on the uh, <laughs> you and Calvin Cater and the rest of the Boston Cartel? What is the attire? What are you wearing?
1: Actually, so actually, uh, Mickey Moore has a some pretty cool uh, golf apparel. That they hooked us up with, so like that's uh, so shout out to Mickey Ward, man. Thank you for those. But um, I always got the, I got my Mickey Ward shirt, I got my, my Mickey Ward glove. The um, boxer, then, um, the boxer. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. all right.
0: Every freaking pugilist is into, <laughs> or a former pugilist is into golf.
1: for
0: yeah. this guy, I can't. <laughs> I don't know. You gotta man. get out
1: there, bro. You gotta get out there. So. I'll,
0: I'll start with the miniature. You know what I like. I would imagine you no know, one would be hysterical. Imagine you got the whole Boston cartel out there and they're kind of in their attire and there's yeah. some like drunk guys behind you, ah, man, you dork. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. The, well, imagine the imagine the how viral that clip would go if
1: it'd something like that happened. Yeah, it be, nuts, Jimmy, be <laughs> ugly. Yeah, you're beating up
3: some fucking golfers. <laughs> <laughs>
2: man
1: dude, are you good it. at it
3: rob like do you do you like it too because it's competitive without somebody physically competing like it, it's just a different type of thing you find it relaxing
1: yeah um i wouldn't say relaxing i definitely wouldn't say relaxing it's not relaxing uh, the scenery could be nice the the you know, so the day could be nice but it's definitely not relaxing it's a uh, it's hard man it's just one of the yeah. hardest things i've ever done but then when you get you put together a hole or you get a solid drive or, or you, you know saying you put together a, a solid uh round like it, it, it brings you right back you know it's it, it's addictive it's uh it's uh it's one of those sports i feel like you, can, you obviously you can play to your old and, and it's the new a, a new a new uh i guess a new way for me to kill time um between sessions you know and um and a lot of people golf, man. A lot of uh, a lot a lot of uh, you know athletes and boxers, and, and, and obviously like a lot of basketball players golf. So, it's, it's, it's also a good tool to kind of net worth and get out there and and just and just enjoy the day. But I don't get don't get it twisted. Most people say it's, it's relaxing. I would not say it's relaxing at all.
3: Isn't it interesting to go in and be the new guy at something again, like where you're starting at scratch and you're such a. Good fighter, so now it's just training to be better and better. But here you're just like you're the guy who doesn't know anything when you first start. You know, it's just starting from zero.
1: Yeah, yeah. So it's kind of one of those things when you know you. I feel like when you kind of like you know you kind of master one thing, you can kind of like take those same like like the same kind of like like that same effort you put into like say MMA or or getting your black belt in BJJ and kind of like shift that to like golf and and you start noticing like it's it's reps, it's time, it's being being patient. Um, obviously just just doing the work, and you start like you start seeing like okay, and then when you start seeing small improvements, you you just want to get back out there as soon as possible. And uh, and I'm like, and I'm hooked, man. I'm hooked. Like I said, I, I literally booked. I'm booked out for the summer. All every Sunday, I got a three p.m. Um, golf lesson.
0: Have you ever seen the movie Caddyshack?
1: Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: Okay, that's a good movie, and yeah.
1: that movie,
0: <laughs> it's like a classic. And uh, it at the time did so like it didn't do well. I think yeah. the, like, I, I'm I'm going to say I'm pretty sure on a documentary I saw that the guy killed himself
3: before yeah, the yeah. thing
0: became the cult classic that it is. Yeah. Like yeah, that yeah. A cult classic, classic. It's, it's very popular. Yeah. Jimmy, is that true that he killed himself?
3: Who, the guy who invented golf?
0: No. No, no you. you are way off. It just shows <laughs> that you don't listen to me.
3: I the am guy, listening.
0: The guy who made producer, uh, Jake the producer, look up, the, uh, the, the, um, the, the, the director of Caddyshack, did he kill himself? Oh,
3: that I, don't, I don't know the answer to that.
0: These are fun facts that you learn on UFC Unfiltered, Jimmy. Yeah, uh, I don't
3: know that. I know how he feels, but I mean, I, I don't. Uh...
0: <laughs> Jimmy wants to kill himself by working with me. Hey, let me ask you, Rob, uh, you or Calvin, I don't want you to like, you know, brag and, and, and boast, but who's better on the golf uh, course?
2: I'm
1: catching up, man. I'm getting. You nervous, are catching man, man. up. I'm catching up, man. Like, so, um, so he, he, him and my, my boy Rico de that actually was just on the Ultimate Fighter show. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. So he he's a good golfer too. So Rico de is a real good golfer. Like, so it was me, him, and my my manager and coach Tyson. Um, the first time I got out there, and uh, know, uh, it was me and Calvin versus Rico and, and Tyson, and, and we lost. But you know, I was I, I I messed up the whole thing. But yeah. from there, I I just started coming back. But uh, now I'm catching up, like um. Depending on what day and and what mood Calvin is, you know I I I I can compete with him. So, uh, but the end goal really is the end goal for me is kind of just I just want to be able to talk shit and compete with with his older brother because his older brother just destroys us, man. It's it's uh, it's uh it's my yeah I just want to be able to kind of be really like not just like oh yeah Rob's here like really compete and kind of like give give these guys a solid round. But uh, I'm catching up to Rico, I'm catching up to Calvin, and uh, uh, yeah, it's it's fun, man.
3: Harold Ramis, uh, by the way, sorry, Matt. Harold Ramis. Was one of the directors of Caddyshack, um, as well as a guy named Alan Cush. I guess they did it together. And Howard uh, Ravis died in 2014, and uh, Alan Arkush is still alive. No,
0: Douglas Kenny either fell. Or- Who's Douglas Kenny? What he co-wrote the movie.
3: <laughs> oh, co-wrote He and directed yeah, stop it.
0: Stop looking your own. Stop. I don't know who. I don't
3: listen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> co-wrote gonna- it. I don't I know was, who. Co- I don't know the guy who made it. I heard. I me the director, the producer. The guy killed himself. I'm
0: telling you. <laughs> Can we look up Douglas Kenny when you're done? Let's not bother poor.
3: Sorry thought, about this,
1: Rob. I'm just dying to know now. Thought, you guys made my day. This is so entertaining. Rob, you know
0: <laughs> <I> thought, <laughs> hey, man, life, listen. dude. This game, this fight game, dude, it's so fucking crazy. And yeah. it's a lot of it's. It is about opportunity, stepping up when stuff like this arises. Yeah. So you know, listen. There's always, I mean, it, there's always the danger of not being the victor. But shit, man. You take out Corey Sandiego, and, and again, it's really not that you guys can't grapple. You can grapple, and you said you might take. Who knows where you want to go with this? But man, are you skilled standing up? That last fight with Adrian, that was something else. You know, yeah, shit. so shit, dude. I'm I just on paper, this this even has me more excited than yeah. than his, his previous. Um, yeah, I or, think I think
1: it's I think it's going to be a, a, a fight of the night for sure. I think obviously the Sean and Dana knew exactly what they're doing when they called me, and and they know I'm, I'm gonna bring it. I'm gonna bring the fight, win or lose. I'm not gonna quit on myself. I'm gonna be there the whole time and pushing and trying to finish the fight. You know, I, I I'm trying to finish fights. I don't want to just go out there and, and win decisions and, and and get my hand right, which is obviously the end goal. But the you know the, the, the little cherry on top is that finish that 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 uh right. You know, I don't, I don't want to have to explain my fights to people. You know, like I want to, if, if you watch a raw fun fight, I want to be like, okay, yeah, it, it's, it's simple. He, he puts his hand on that dude. That guy, that guy goes to sleep. You know, like I hate, the, you know, like, like explaining why I was doing this and why I was doing that. And like, no, just make it real simple. It, it's simple. I put, I, put him, I put my hands on him and he went out.
3: Yeah, you don't want, and you also don't want any, a lot of times now with the judging, you know, everyone has an opinion, especially if it's a split decision. You want a decisive, this is what happened and there's no room for interpretation
1: hundred percent. You know, I'll see, you know, my strength are more, more, more short, um, more towards the striking. But if I think if people are going to be surprised when they see me actually grappling, um, you know, and I feel like he's going to bring it as well. You know, he mixes it in well. So when he, if he does give me the opportunity to jump on a neck or, or get to his back, I will, I will jump on it.
3: And then that Yanez fight too, your striking was so good. Your jab was on point. And his was so solid as well. What did you catch him with? You hit him with, you rocked him, and then you you finished him shortly after. What was it that caught him that really rocked him?
1: So we I, we kind of got into like a clinch, and um, and I uh, I kind of like hit him with a, a uppercut, leaving the clinch, and I, I sort of rocked him From there. I hit him with another right hand, and then um, and then from there it was kind of a, a barrage of hooks, uppercuts, and jabs, and then the last shot was a kind of like a a big kind of like uppercut hook, and I just put him down and obviously jumped on him uh, ground and pound and then the ref pulled me off. Doesn't that feel great to be out
3: of there early without uh, taking a tremendous, you took damage, but you didn't take a tremendous amount of damage. Isn't
1: that nice? It's the best feeling, man. Get in, get out, um, you know, and, and enjoy, enjoy, enjoy the state or town or wherever you are and, and with the wind. And it was great, man. They had a uh, the place was insane. Miami was crazy. They had, they had everybody had out out had Kid rock, um, Donald Trump was there. You know, made a million football players, basketball. It, it was crazy. The place was insane. And and then um to go out there and 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 finish and feel that because and also to feel that crowd, man. I, I haven't fought in right. that crowd forever. Like since since 2019, everything else is all at the apex. To kind of so the, so to kind of feel that crowd was another another kind of uh, another obviously bonus and in the boost and it just it just gives you that energy, man. And I, and I, I loved it. Is there anything you want to do when you're in uh, New Orleans? Oh, sorry, sorry, uh, national, national, uh, national, sorry, national. Um, I, I, I was, trying, I was looking at some. So we, we actually, uh, we came out a little early, and we got a, a Airbnb on at a farm, probably like twenty five minutes from, uh, from the, uh, from Nashville, and we hung out there for a couple of days. And um, the the guy, the owner of the the, the farm, um, had a, a driving range on on his, uh, on his uh, on his uh, on his property, and he was telling me about a couple of courses that that that, uh, that are pretty famous. I he was trying to say he can get us on, so. Hopefully we can golf. Definitely want to get to like some type of a, uh, some type of a uh, country bar or concert or something. We've been, we've and Calvin and my, and my fiance have been playing a bunch of country music, so we're trying to we're catching up and and really yeah. trying to get we're really trying to experience it. But just just kind of like really enjoy the city if I can get on the course. Um, but uh, just keep it basic, you know, keep it basic and uh, just hang out in downtown Nashville. Yeah, just go to some bars. Yeah. Yeah.
0: How's your how's your uh baby daughter doing now? How old is your daughter?
1: Oh man, she's great. She's uh she's about to be eight months. Oh, uh, that's that's yeah. a lot of pers-
0: that's when the personality runs yeah. to six seven months, right? Yeah,
1: she's uh she's starting to wave, she's starting to uh you know, she's starting, she's doing this new thing where she's sticking her tongue, kind of laughing at me and showing me her teeth. So it's it's pretty cool, man. Like it's uh she makes fighting so much easier. And and like people are like, bro, you got a baby, it's gonna be crazy. Like, no, this she was like a a bonus. It, it made it so much easier. It brought the team together. It brought me and my fiance, you know, stronger. And it just, it's just like, uh, and then obviously, you know, having her out there in the media day and all that is just it's, just, it's just so, it's so cool, man. I'm just like, I'm just so happy, you know? Does it
3: help you like, cause you have to focus on that as well. Um, some guys like distractions because it keeps them from obsessing about the fight. And some guys like no distractions. Does it help kind of keep everything in the perspective or you just don't think you don't think unnecessarily about the fight because you're concentrating
1: on other things in life. I'm just saying, you know, you I mean, having a baby and, and, and uh, and just, it, it's just for me, I think it just kind of like really, has me in the moment, you know, like really being there and paying attention to her, getting off my phone, not watching right. Corey's fights or, or, you know, like going on Twitter and seeing all the comments about whatever, you know, just like, I'm just there with her. Like, uh, And and the the weeks go by quick, you know, or the the fight week goes by quick when she's there. And, um, this is my second camp and, um, with, with, uh, second fight with her. So it's, it's, uh, it's great, man. And then, um, and then obviously just, just watching her grow and and her little smile. And it's just awesome, man. It's great. Yeah. It's
0: fantastic. I got three daughters and it just gets better and better. And it feels like yesterday, uh, I was knocking out Frank Trigg and, uh, that has something to do with Jimmy. I'm not just bringing up the hell of it.
3: No, I know. You just, yeah. I'm
0: not just saying it that I knocked him unconscious and I was over him draining down blows. It's not about <laughs> no. it's about what happened after that. I right. did my little one handed little flip and then I go to the camera. Did my that's my first time fighting. Yes, my first, maybe second time as a father. So yeah. I remember seeing the screen. I find that I'm doing this and I'm, yeah. that and I'm like, like that. And then just the other day, Rob, if you look at my Instagram now, she's doing jujitsu. She was in the, She's 14. She, you see her on in the international passing guards and fucking looking.
1: Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, it's that's great. But anyway, awesome.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love
3: it. I love
1: our it.
3: Yeah. it. Uh, Rob, look, man, have a great fight. We have our next guests in the waiting room. So have a great fight. We, We, you know, I'm really happy for you. I'm, uh, this is a great fight, you and, and Sandhagen, And good for you for stepping up and taking the main event. I think you're smart to do it. When these yeah. things come up, you know what I mean? Sometimes the universe just lines up right, and you take it. And it was really good luck on Saturday, man. I'm sure this will be a
1: great fight. Appreciate it, man. Thanks, you, guys. Thank you guys for having me on. And, uh, guys, get out there on the golf course, man. Stop playing around. Get out there. Never. Oh, never, never, Rob.
0: I, <laughs> I just got him doing jiu-jitsu. That's, that's good. I'm getting yeah. in this direction. Thanks, Rob. Best of luck, bro. Thank See you, guys. buddy. Great man.
3: Yeah, the people love golf though. They, Matt, they love it.
0: There's gotta be something to it. You know what I mean?
3: A hundred percent. All right, uh, uh, Remus VK, who is an indie uh, indie race car driver, is coming in. He's a, I guess, an MMA fan, and I want to make sure I'm pronouncing his name correctly. Remus. Remus. These guys are crazy too. This is a, a really, oh Remus, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, that, that's a fucking crazy job. Like you know, fighting is a very scary job, but there is also uh, you know, indie race car driving is is one of the more dangerous professions. Um, you know, these guys have a, I guess, a tremendous need for. Adrenaline. They wonder what he does to relax. We got
0: a need for speed.
3: Yeah. I guess he's coming in true. He's not here yet. I just see a black screen. Hey, Jimmy, we got yes, a man.
0: need. And then we say it together. Ready? A yep. need for speed. Okay. Hey, Jimmy, hey, we got a need.
3: A need. We got a need. A need.
0: For, for speed. You know, you just don't like to play along at all. You don't like to be any <laughs> a comedian, you don't like to be any fun.
3: Is that what you don't like? To? No, you're right. I don't. I'm. You know, finished. I just
0: like to have fun. So listen, you want to know what I? I'm going to
3: tell you. later. Ah, there you later what I did. Hey, Venus, how are you?
2: Hello, I'm good. How are you?
3: Good. Am I saying your name properly, Renus VK? That's correct.
2: Yeah.
3: Okay, I, I always want to make sure. Uh, we were just talking before you came in. How uh, you know fighting is such a dangerous job, but race car driving also really fucking dangerous. Like, is it hard for you to keep adrenaline? Uh, what, what do you do to, to, to do on a normal day to, to kind of keep yourself interested when you have a job that is that high stress and that much adrenaline? What do you do just to keep things interesting in life?
2: See, to keep it interesting. Um, I mean, I do some boxing, actually. But okay. also, um, you know, I just like working out and watching all the races, you know, uh, seeing everything online, watching all my, my previous races and everything. What? And How- uh, what guy- I'm sorry, Jimmy. I don't sure. know. And
0: what, what got you into this? Your, your, your parents? Is there a family that's into this? Or
2: as a kid, you're obsessed with cars? What got you into this racing? Uh, so my dad, he was a race car driver. Not a pro, but uh, basically a good amateur. So I was eight years old. Got a go-kart for my birthday. And uh, yeah, that was uh, the rest is history. You know, it started as a fun hobby and it turned out into a full-time job. Still a hobby.
3: What is the difference between... I, I, is it just different promotions? Like... Uh Indy from NASCAR from Formula One. Is it just kind of like you know UFC and one, or is that what it's like? Just different promotions, or what's the difference?
2: Yeah, it's basically it's it's the same thing. It's all about racing, it's right. the same thing, but they have you know they have their own rules and their own uh, specifications. Kind of like one that's it's a bit different. So uh, yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. It's just like a different promotion and uh, different cars. We're all different cars. And of course you cannot you cannot all be a different kind of fighter. But uh, yeah, we're just totally different cars in in NASCAR to IndyCar to F1. But I think IndyCar is most similar to F1.
3: How many miles is a typical race for you?
2: So, um, well, our longest race is the Indy 500. So 500 miles. Uh, I think our race coming weekend is about 200 miles in Nashville.
3: And when you're doing it, will you have to guys go in and make pit stops? How long do you drive before you know it's time for a pit stop? And how long do they actually keep you in there? And what do they do?
2: So it really depends on uh, you know pit stops are mostly fuel limited. So once you run out of fuel, uh, normally we do about two to three pit stops during a race, which you know uh, you know divide 200 miles by the two or three, so uh, about 70 to 200 miles. So uh, yeah, pit stops are only seven seconds, so you don't have a lot of time to uh, to rest in that car. What kind of shelf life does that pit crew have? Because they got to get to a certain age
0: and be like, all right, hey Bob. <laughs> You're moving a little second. <laughs> Get the fuck out of Dodge. We need a young man for this. Cause you gotta be, oh my, listen, I don't, I don't like that stress. You gotta go, go, go. I like to take my time with things. So I would have be the best for a pit crew, but like, what is that? What is the requirements? Obviously they have to know how to change the tire. That's the worst thing, but you know, more than that. But
2: what is, how does that work? I, I know that's a um, weird question. Just- they're actually still pretty, pretty old guys. To be honest, they're they're you know they're they're uh, you know most of the guys are like um, you know forties, fifties in my peer group because they're also mechanics. They're also the mechanics, so uh, they kind of do two jobs. But they're fast, you know. They, we we have a basically my personal trainer does their training too, so they train with us, and they got to be very strong. For me, when I change the tire, it's it's strong for my arms. I struggle doing that, and they they are good at it, so um you know uh, there's definitely the strongest guy is the guy with the fuel probe because it's super heavy and it's got to go in there so uh, in the team we have an ex-nfl uh offensive offensive linebacker who uh who does the fuel. oh shoot
3: so how do they get your car like they change all four tires in seven seconds
2: yeah so i got fuel four tires they also jack the car up and we we have an aero screen so basically we have tear-offs like uh like a plastic film they pull off during the, the, the pit stop.
3: What's that for the window?
2: Yeah. So we basically, we have like a, like a windshield front window and, okay. uh, you know, the bugs and pieces of rubber and rocks, everything okay. gets, gets on there. So just to clean it up basically.
3: And then you have to merge back into the race kind of just fine. It's like, it's like merging out of a rest area, but everybody's doing 200 miles an hour.
2: Yes. Yes. Yeah. You just get in there and we get cool tires when we come, come out of the pit lane. So it's, uh, um, you know, it just gets very sketchy. So the guys that are on track are mostly faster because everything's warmed up and they're already in their groove and we come out of there sliding and, you know, just getting in there. So that's mostly a time for, for chaotic stuff to happen. Now I'm a movie buff. I love movies.
0: And uh, as a fighter, there's some fighting movies I like and there's some that are just horrendous. Uh, in the race car movie scene. I can think of stuff serious like Tom Cruise, Days of Thunder. And I can think of Talladega Nights. It's silly. Is there any movies
2: that you enjoy that's in your uh, profession? Uh, there's this movie called Rush. Oh. It's, oh. Uh, it's Matt Damon and Christian Bill. It's a really good movie about Lamont, I think, in I think it was in 1960s. Christian Christian Bale is how about this? He's said, I don't think of any he's
0: not in anything bad. He's so good. He's up there with Josh Brolin. Christian Bale is great. The
2: movie is Rush? Yeah, it's called Rush. No, actually that's uh, it's it's Fort First Ferrari. That's the one. There's another one, Rush. Oh, grand Chris Hemsworth. Oh, never yeah, mind. that's a different movie. Sorry. <laughs> Did you, you ever see uh Grease good-
3: Lightning? With Sorry? Richard Pryor. You ever see Grease Lightning with Richard I Pryor? No. I think it's about, uh, it was a black, uh, one of the first black race car drivers. I think Wendell, was his name Wendell Scott?
2: I've seen it. I've seen it. I've uh, actually seen it in a restaurant on, you know, not on purpose, but it's it was on. So I was watching it all the time while uh, being at dinner. But uh, yeah, it looks like a pretty good movie. I got to ask you about this, being
0: a video game and a movie guy. There's this new movie coming out. Uh, with that guy who was the, I think it was the elf in fucking um, One of the Rings. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was it. Maybe it's not. Anyway, it's called Gran Turismo Movie. And it's about a video game kids that actually became race car drivers. Is that a, say bu- it's a true story.
2: Is that a bunch of Hollywood? No, it's real. Is, it's wait real. a second. Wait a minute. How is that real? So I know there's Gran Turismo. It's basically a racing game. Yes. So guys had to do like uh, get into that program and do lap times. The fast guys got into a real contest, and they got taught into real race cars. And I think there was a uh, a car that did the twenty four hours of Dubai. I think Somebody it was Nissan. Do. So that's a true. That really is a true story.
0: It is a true story. Yeah. Now I might see it, Jimmy. I thought it was. So yeah, much if you know Hollywood. it's a real story
3: and not just Hollywood.
0: That's really strange, and it's got the father from the Stranger Things, the sheriff in it.
3: Yeah, true. Oh, I saw that, guy. that. I
0: saw that, yeah. All and right. You, by the way, That's you, interesting. Go ahead.
3: Oh, sorry, Matt. I'll say you – because UFC is in uh, Nashville, and your race is in Nashville this weekend. Uh, it, what? When is your race? What time? And how long does it usually take to do that?
2: Uh, so the race is on Sunday. Um, it's – I think – I have to check really quick. That's how prepared I am. <laughs> That's
3: okay. I should probably um, know. Do I? I don't do my job, so I should have known that. I apologize.
2: The race is at eleven thirty. So eleven thirty on Sunday, and it's um, it's about a two hour race most of the time. So Depends you can watch life.
3: the fights the night before, or even go to them if you want, or the night before a race. Are you crazy and like you got to focus, or what do you do the night before a race?
2: I like to focus. You know, I normally I'm always on the road, so I eat in a restaurant as healthy as I can, and you know, load some carbs. And then I just, um, yeah, just get to the room early, get, uh, you know, get a long night's sleep. How right. long have you been watching MMA for? Um, well, I think it's been like six, seven years now. All right. Is there any particular fighter you enjoy uh, watching? Any particular fight? Well, I, I, I always was a fan of McGregor when he, was, uh, sure. when he was in UFC. There's always a lot of stuff going on.
3: Um, let me, this is a question. Now, how off, you can't pee when you're driving for two hours. So what do you do? I'm sure it hits you. I'm sure there's been one time where you're like, I'm ready, and you weren't ready. So what happens?
2: Uh, I hold it and I sweat it out. Oh, uh, all right. There's, there's, there's some guys <laughs> that, that, that pee in their seat. Whenever they feel it come up, they just pee in there. They don't care. Uh, I don't do that. I think my crew guys don't appreciate it either. But uh, <laughs> no, I, I, don't, I don't pee in there. It just, I just... I have missed uh, the national anthem before the race because I was in a porta potty, but that's you know that's, that's more important for me than uh, than being in an anthem. Right.
3: Oh, so there's guys that will just pee in the seats. I think astronauts might even have catheters. Or there's times where you're just in a job and it's like there's an... you can't just stop and and go to the restroom. So there's guys that just let it go in the seat.
2: Yeah. So- well, for me, it makes me race faster because I want to be done so <laughs> Yeah,
3: you want to get to the fucking bathroom. <laughs> And so you'll wake up uh, on, on, Sunday morning. Do you get up? Do you do anything before a race? Do you eat before a race? Are you superstitious?
2: I eat before a race. I always like to get a good breakfast. Uh, Normally our first practice session in a race weekend is Friday. So if I eat something for breakfast on Friday and I have a good day on Friday, I eat that every day of the weekend because that's my superstition that works. That's what I'm going to do.
3: Okay, yeah, it's like Wade Boggs from the Yankees or, or the Red Sox would only eat chicken or whatever before he would uh, play. And this race, by the way, is called, uh, it's the Music City Grand Prix uh, for the Indy Race Car Series. Does this build to something else? Like if you win this, then you do this? Is, or, 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 or are you automatically in another race? Uh,
2: you're automatically in another race. So okay. this is one of 17 IndyCar races this year. So we have a season, 17 races, and you know we get points for every race. You know You want to do as good as possible. And this is one of the races, but it's also our most crazy race because they, they call it Nashville, we call it Crashville because a lot of stuff goes on.
3: A lot of accidents. And I apologize for not knowing more about racing. I'm just not. I'm not. You know, I'm. I'm lazy and I'm not that familiar. But I mean, when I've seen it, it's very, very exciting. And I imagine being there live. They said it, it's like hockey. Like on TV, it's good, but on in live, there's nothing like it.
2: Yeah, no, it's it's a lot different. It's uh, you know, every time I see new people come to the races you know, they never want to stop coming. They always want to keep going and they, they, they love being there, but it's, it's just getting those people to the races. That is the biggest challenge.
3: How hard is it for you to drive in real life? Like with all these assholes on the highway, when you're used to doing what you do and you know how much better at it you are, um, does it, do you ever drive faster than you should on the highway because you forget you don't have racing tires?
2: Uh, i do sometimes actually my girlfriend's worse but uh you know i got my i got my 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 crazy side on a racetrack and i can just chill out it's not even the same for me when i'm in a car but i mean i live in florida and it's the, the, the people here i'm not sure how to get the driver's license but it's not great
3: yeah, they're old. They suck. Um, I'm, sorry, I'm sorry, Matt. Let me just plug this, too. Uh, uh, you, can, you can check out uh, Rena Says He Races uh, in the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix in Nashville. It's this Sunday, obviously, uh, on NBC at noon. They said it's at noon, and I didn't say the Big Machine, but I want to get your plug out uh, properly. I'm sorry, Matt.
0: No, don't be sorry. And now, you said use used the box. Did you ever mess around with any other arts, like capoeira? Or Brazilian jiu-jitsu? I just threw capoeira there because I'm always so, you know, biased with my Brazilian jiu-jitsu. But go ahead.
2: So I've done a few lessons, a few classes of Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Okay. But I mean, for me in racing, you know, it really hurt the joints when, you know, you're, it's easy to fracture anything or tear something. And for me, that's yeah. not worth it in racing. So um, actually, I started first doing some kickboxing Muay Thai because that's what my dad always did. Oh. Uh, and now my girlfriend, she's a boxer. She actually does, uh, she does fights and she's an amateur boxer. So nice. I that's box cute. with her and, uh, you know, uh, she, she teaches me well to keep a guard high.
0: Oh, that's so cool <laughs> that she actually
2: boxes. That's cool. My wife does kickboxing and, and
0: has some fights also. It's cool watching them. Is, does she, is she how, how do you like watching a fight? Do you
2: get nervous or are you... I get nervous, you know, it depends on how, how, how she does, but I mean, she's hard to reach. She's almost six feet tall. She's 139. So she's, she's light and tall. So she got a good reach, but it's, it's fun to see. How did you, how did you guys meet? uh, Actually, we met at a kickboxing fight when she was kickboxing uh, um, in the Netherlands where we, where we first met. And um, shoot, I, I
0: from the Netherlands and I see here that I I read here that you are, in, you know, you took a picture with
2: Alistair Overeem when you were like six years old. Is that true? Yeah, that's true. That was in Thailand, actually, in uh, Pattaya, Thailand. So my dad was co-owner of, uh, of a Muay Thai gym there. So wow. for the K1 fights, they all stopped there to do, uh, do camp. Talk about it. Can I
0: say that you came, it sounds to me, you came from a pretty cool dad. He was an r- amateur race car driver. He's a Muay Thai fighter. I mean, what, what is going on here? I mean, those are
2: the two sports. Those are the two sports in our household. It's either kickboxing or, uh, or racing, and, you know, I, I, I chose racing.
3: Is your dad from Thailand originally? Are you from no, Thailand? No,
2: my, my dad is Dutch, but he, uh, you know, many of the Dutch fighters went to Thailand for my time to do that kind of stuff. So he was, uh, you know, he had his own business and everything, but he was kind of the outlaw that, that didn't have to make his money to get out on the streets, basically, in boxing.
3: How many races will you do a year? Like after Sunday, do you get time off or how long is, is the break before the next one?
2: Um, so I get a few days off. It's it's basically the weekend after right away. It's the, oh, wow. it's the next race in Indianapolis. So uh, then we get a week off afterwards and then we go, you know, we get three races back to back. So it's it's pretty, pretty crazy schedule. So um, yeah, it's it's very important to recover well between the races.
3: What is the off-season for you? Is there a time where, like, it's like it's you know, like the NFL, like, all right, there's a few months where there's no football. Is there an off-season for, for racing? Or is NASCAR on a totally different schedule than Indy and, and Formula One? Are you guys all doing it at different times?
2: Uh, we're kind of in the same same season, but uh, I think the IndyCar season is kind of the shortest. It's about six months. Okay. And then we have a six-month off-season. Of course, we're sometimes testing IndyCars. But for me, that's mostly the time where I can, you know, work on my fitness, have an actual – you know, uh, an actual schedule I can follow because I'm not going to races all the time. So uh, that's basically my time where I can relax a bit and also focus on building more strength.
3: Well, what you do is fascinating, man. It's a very, very, you know, as, as watching it's, it's so as, as an outsider watching you guys drive two inches away from each other at the speeds you're driving. It's really terrifying. Uh, you have a terrifying job.
2: Yeah, well, it, it, that, that's what makes it so awesome. The risk, it's uh, just, you know, it makes you feel alive. I think it's the same in fighting. Yes. Yes. Jimmy.
0: Yes, sir. I'm getting pumped up. You know, is that how you say with comedy? Not really. but No, no, no not
3: no. at all. Because I have this no physical thing, risk.
0: The thing is this, we could literally die and you could just emotionally
3: die. I, I could die, uh, yeah, kind of uh, in, in a way of socially. I could socially die, but it's a lot different than a fighter getting punched or a race car driver hitting a wall. Let me plug this one more time, uh, uh, Arenas. Uh, the Big Machine Music City Grand Prix yes. in Nashville. It's this Sunday, the 6th on NBC at noon. And don't forget that the fights are Saturday night. Uh, I appreciate you joining us. Thank you so much. And really fascinating, man. I, I, what you do is such an interesting w- way to make a living. And, and good luck on Saturday. I'm not, I'm, gonna, I'm Sunday. I'm going to watch now uh, to see if you uh, if you pull it out.
2: Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm I'm excited. Hopefully, we can uh, we can stay out of Crashville and wait in Nashville. All
3: right, buddy. Good luck and have a safe uh, have a safe race. Yeah, thank you. Okay, take care, take man. Care. Yeah, it really is interesting. I mean, that's that's a job that I just I don't know much about it, but when you watch footage, of these guys. They're an inch away from each other. It's, it's fucking horrifying.
0: You'd be worried about a little fender bed. Then, yes, you? I would. You'd be like, you're a little too you're too close. Anyway. I'd be it. honking
3: at people. Hey, move over. This one, are you crazy?
0: Do they even have horns in that thing? No, they don't. you are not going to hear nothing.
3: We um, should plug the fights, Matt. We should promote the plug fights. the
0: fights first, and then I'll tell you what I did yesterday. You don't even care.
3: This Saturday, I do. August 5th, 6 o'clock on ESPN and ESPN plus at the prelims nine o'clock on ESPN ESPN plus is the main card. And that is, uh, this, uh, of course, Sanhagen against font this Saturday night. Um, well, listen, man, thank you guys. Wait a second. Oh, wait. You gotta t-
0: <laughs> First of all, I'm like, I'm, you're a son of a bitch. I have to tell you what I did. And I know also, what
3: is it? Yeah. What you did got you
0: the wrong picture on the, on this thing here? You might've had his cause. Listen, Sean- I had the wrong picture. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna tell you here. On the, on the um, prelims, second fight, Sean Woodson has a new opponent, and that new opponent, you have a, he has a different picture than the guy. He oh, he's, uh,
3: he's one of your guys, Dennis. He's
0: fighting Dennis Bazooka. Dennis Bazooka, right? I've seen my Instagram recently, and I reached out to the UFC about this. I don't normally do that. I, I let these guys managers do that shit. Sure. I really like this kid. He was on the contender series. He had a tough fight that he, that it was a bar burn, burner, but he was still having the effects of COVID at the time. He had hit, COVID hit him bad and had his lungs bad. And then he had another fight where the, his dance partner was doing kind of just stalling his game. It wasn't the best, but it was more, I feel it was more of the other guy that was just the, not the best dance partner. This has the fight for fireworks. Dennis bazooka. Um, He's a he's a he's 26 years old. His last fight, he got a uh, I I believe a tko, the one before that, rear naked choke, or vice versa. And you know, he's a very entertaining young fighter and he's a very good kid. What I like about this, Dennis Bazooka, he's from Staten Island, yep, and you know. he wanted to join our team. He was over at Laura Mamey. And then when he came to my school, he'd be on that side of the room with the white belts, with that gi on until he earned his stripes, literally until he was able to take that gi off and just join the other side of the room. And he, he put his time in, he didn't cut any corners. Right. This kid, just like Nas, who was just in there doing some damage. He's another one of the, the, uh, the new, the the new young guns. That's going to be a force. So I'm looking forward to seeing him fight. Okay. That's
3: great, man. Yeah, congratulations. I was very happy to see that.
0: You son of a bitch. Wait.
3: No, no, I was. Actually, I was very oh, happy to see that. No, no, I
0: thought it. you were saying then goodbye. Really? No,
3: I want to promote the fights. Um, fights. Uh, let's see. We got Hagen Font. Coming, great fight. Uh, undefeated uh, Tatiana Suarez against Jessica Andrade, who's dropped a couple of fights recently. Uh, she got subbed by uh, 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 Blanchfield and yeah. uh, Jonan. She lost. Uh, I seen.
0: When I, was in Vegas, when I was in Vegas, I seen that when I was sitting down. She was like a, a couple of rows like behind me and I seen her and I was sitting there with my wife and I seen her and then when I looked, she was looking the other way. So I wanted like, sometimes when you see them and you have them on here, you don't want to be like, oh, I seen that person in, in person and they didn't. Yeah. See so like, I'm trying to look on my shoulder and be like this, look, this, this is what she would see. Look, look, look.
3: Oh, very friendly. Like, like I I, sure. got you, I,
0: but I don't want to be creepy. So I don't want to no. look like,
3: I understand. You don't want to be look, staring when she look. looks. Hello. Like, Good evening. yes yeah, I
0: funny. don't want that.
3: No, so why would I, you? Just, I do a look. No. Of course.
0: Oh, okay. Anyway. So I didn't say hello in person, but I meant to. Uh Jimmy.
3: Kennedy and Zuchuku against Dustin Jacoby. Diego Lopez against Gavin Tucker. Tanner Boser against Alexa Cammer. And uh, Ignacio Bahamondes against Ludovic Klein. What a great card this is, from top to bottom. How, um, how, great night. How
0: much, how much of the comic in you when Renus doubled down on his not Nashville Crashville line when he goes and then tune in to say, and he's a very nice gentleman. Don't be a prick and very nice. Don't don't you be a pro. I'm testing you, Jimmy. I won't. He goes okay. Very, very nice meeting you guys. Make sure you tune in to see if it's Trashville or Nashville. Did you just want to go Oh wait, hold on, Renus. Boo! 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 Is that what you wanted to do?
3: No, I just Um, Give I me, let me tell was-
0: you what I did yesterday.
3: What?
0: I know him a little much. What'd you do? Can you just bear with me for another five minutes? I'm with you.
3: A little much.
0: First of all, one of us <laughs> got tan, and one of us looks like powder from fucking. What is? Could you get? You know, what's not going to kill you. Look at me. You, I say, I've been to your fucking rooftop, fucking beautiful uh, uh, apartment. Terrace, thank
3: you. Thank. What's you. it called?
0: It's penthouse. Terrace. Penthouse. Yeah. Thank oh, the penthouse. Listen to me. Yes. Ah, uh, get some fucking
3: sun. You're not. I know. Happy, dude. I look pale, no. but I'm not as pale as I appear. The sun is right on me right now. I'm not as pale as I look, but you're. I need some no. sun.
0: No, I disagree. You are as I'm looking at you and you're pale. Look
3: no, but at me. that's the light hitting me.
0: My wife thinks I'm gonna get skin cancer. She's like, You're too because she's like, Why aren't you home yet? Because I did the 7 a.m. and I was I was out tanning afterwards. Oh, this ain't fun to tell you about. Let me tell you about what I did yesterday. Really? What did quick. you do 24 hours ago? I uh this is what I did yesterday. I uh I went to my, my school, I got a little workout in, and then I hung out with our very good friend, Mr. Dean Thomas, and I. Oh a, yes, I, I went to ESPN uh, headquarters in Connecticut, and it's very, it's very like green over there, you know. Yeah. And I did a, uh, I did a show called After Tough. If you look on my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ, you'll see some of the outtakes. Oh, we had fun. Good. You know, so we had a lot of fun, and then the producers hit me up, and they said they really enjoyed it. You know.
3: Good for uh, you, buddy. I did see I did see clips of you and Dean and photos of you guys. So good. I'm happy you're doing that stuff. You should Jim, do it. Jimmy. Ugh, yes, sir. I don't call you Jim. I don't you call can call that. me Jim. That's or James. Not, no. Mr. Norton?
0: Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy. Yes. If I ever had a gig over at ESPN? I don't know, man. Would it be worth it to do that fucking two-hour drive? I got ultra. Yes. Got
3: you got to do it, Matt. I got Matt. All right, so bring a little bucket in case you have to make a poo. But you definitely have to do that because what's going to happen is all these gigs are cumulative. I, I know you don't have to call me Jim, so I'll change it. Okay, I apologize. Not, yeah, no, don't I'll
0: try. Don't put what? the daddy. Let me see what you put. Sweet daddy. It's always something with daddy. <laughs> okay.
3: You know,
0: I, you know what? I never, not that I've heard it before because, you know, whatever, what? ages ago, whatever, with different what? types. I don't like when they say daddy in bed. No, you don't like no. that now but I never like that. It's weird. I, well
3: I'm getting old, so I prefer when they say pop pop. I like it when they call <laughs> me pop. <laughs> no, this is gross. Jimmy. Jimmy. But uh yes, I had a really good
0: time with Dean Thomas. Yeah. You know? And we you know, listen, we make each other laugh,
3: you know. Yeah, you have fun. Yeah, do those gigs, but whenever you can do them, do them. Because they 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 add up. And the more you do, the more money you make. And, uh, you know, who knows what it can lead to? It could lead to a, a bigger gig. You got to do them.
0: I know. All right. We'll see. We'll see what yeah,
3: happens. They're
1: great.
0: All I do is, you know, I like that fun. All right. What else we got, Jimmy? What else? Tonight, we, uh, what's well, in the I, box? Are we I want to promote
3: tonight. I got a seven o'clock show at the Fat Black Pussycat. It's been selling out every week Ooh. around the corner from the Comedy Cellar. And uh, August 12th, I'm going to I might go to some bare knuckle fights when I'm there. August 12th. I'm going to Albuquerque, New Mexico to do a gig. Um, And then uh, September, um, I think it's, I don't remember, since September the 28th, maybe I'm in Toronto at the comedy festival. So, yeah, I have to go to UPS now and return a fucking Hugh Phillips, Hue Light. And that's my day. And then I go down to the comedy cellar.
0: Oh, that's fun, that's fun, Jimmy. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go in my yard, get some more vitamin D because that's yes. what I do. I put
1: know,
0: water, put some water in my pool. Now, I'm just telling you about my whole day, sure. I'm curious. Put some water, put some water in my pool, maybe, maybe a little bit. A little, oh, I totally like a little nipple. I and then, uh, and then, uh, and then, Jimmy, yeah. I teach the master's class.
3: Ah, you now what, I mean? what belt is that blue belt and better?
0: Uh, it's any belt, but it's uh. It's not masters as in their masters. It's masters as in over 40, 40 Oh, I see. Okay. I that 40 over class at 730. Before that, I think I'm going to roll my wife and daughter.
3: That's nice.
0: It's good, man. We live this shit.
3: Do you have the gi on all the time?
0: Uh, some, no, I take it off too.
3: How often uh, do you wash I your the, gi?
0: I leave the Oh, dude, you nasty fuck. You better wash that thing every day. You'll be losing. I do
3: money. every day. Every, every day. Like
0: every, you, don't, you don't skip a session, Jimmy.
3: No, I'll, every I'll, day I wash it.
0: I will teach in a gi and I'll wash that fucking thing. because I have you know, I'm a washing machine right in my place at my academy. And it's like you don't want to put that thing back on even if they're just sweating it a little
3: bit. No, no, no. I wash guy. it. I was very tuckered out today.
0: Jimmy, I'm really liking... Don't go too hard. Yeah, I don't no, want I'm not. To he keeps me I'm working. I'm loving it and then also run away from it after six months.
3: No, You're he keeps journey. me busy. He does... He says... He says, just don't stop, slow, slow." He goes. Doesn't matter, you can go as slow as you want. Let's just walk through. He's making me just keep moving. He goes, if you're in a fight and you're tired, your mind still has to work. You still have to know what you got to do. Now, he's very good. And then he had me shrimping and getting up without using my hands. That's a motherfucker.
0: Uh, Dude, listen, it's it's necessary to get those hips going. Yeah. I warm them up. I have people run around my academy. All right, guys, run around. Then I tell them. I go front rolls, back rolls, give me some shrimps. Some I fuck.
3: hate the back rolls. I fucking hate them. I get wife, sick. My
0: wife, my wife hates it, too. She gets a little
3: nauseous. I get very nauseous. I did one class. Do the front rolls, and I got to do back rolls. I'm like, what the fuck? It made me nauseous.
0: Front rolls, back rolls, give me some shrimps. Jimmy, I will see you. <laughs> <laughs> I will see you soon, my friend.
3: Yes, right, buddy. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you this weekend, and uh, good luck to Dennis on Saturday.
0: Fuck yeah, thank you. Bye, everybody!
3: Goodbye.